Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Spirit of Aya. This is your host, Sarai Darbondi, and today is January... Nope, it's not January. It's August 29th, 2018. That's funny though that I said January. Hmm, okay. Anyway, um, today we're talking about is therapy enough? You know, in terms of just someone who's wanting to work on... um, processing trauma and as a person who has received therapy and also um, administers it I'm actually not too sure Um, because keep in mind you know when we're in therapy there's only like these specific moments in which we finally come to these epiphanies or we finally find a release through grieving um it's not really uh, predictable um, and it can take years I'm talking like years and years and years to make breakthroughs in therapy so this is kind of the other um, you know drawback of it we're in a time where we're becoming more intelligent um, and as we grow you know as humans as in a society uh, willing to upgrade how we heal is also a part of evolving right So, of course, ayahuasca has been around for for many, many years. And one thing that I've noticed with ayahuasca, it is absolutely instrumental in processing deep emotional trauma. As you know, um, according to a lot of special, um, you know, trauma specialists, trauma is in the central nervous system. It's in the body, um, you know, emotion, energy in motion. And so... If it stays stuck, you know, you can talk about it all day, but if it stays inside of you, it's it's not that that's not helpful, but it's still the energy is in within you. So, so I think in terms of, you know, integrative healing, ayahuasca is absolutely um, essential for those who are ready for it. Um, in terms of preparation, mental and physical preparation, and who are wanting to utilize it, of course, you know, if somebody um, doesn't want to. But, you know, some of the things that I'm talking about in terms of, like, moving uh, the stuck energy is, like, through vomiting, through crying, um, through energetic purging. Um, you know, when, what I mean by that is, like, by, you know, basically dry heaving. <laughs> But there's been oftentimes stories of people who dry heave and they actually feel like, you know, they threw up a weight they've been carrying pretty much their whole lives. Um, because as we know, you know, whether something is real or perceived, um, we just don't know any different. And I don't even know if it's worth touching on that um, because a lot of people... You know, you're revealed a lot of things within ayahuasca. Um, Not just are you processing, but you're also revealed truths of the world. And um, a lot of people would claim that these are hallucinations or... um, But that's simply not true. I mean, you know, for for a lot of different reasons, um, for those of you who are in, in plant medicine, culture, and community... I mean, I don't really have to explain it to you, but for those who are continuing to be skeptics, I mean, the only thing I have to tell you is, um, you know, once you experience it, you'll know. 
And um, oftentimes, you know, there are spiritual revelations about oneself, about the world. But in terms of healing, it's just really understanding who we truly are. And so once we realize that, you know, everything around us kind of just begins to look different and feel different. Um, Now, you can do years of therapy in one ayahuasca sitting, but what will never change is the fact that we are constantly changing, growing, and um, things are unpredictable on a daily basis with our emotions, our moods, our states. You know, so having integrative coping skills is just as important as it is in like therapy, right? So no matter how much ayahuasca you do, if you're not integrated, you can really end up with a, um, you can end up with a lot of resentment to be really honest with you, because I think sometimes the expectations with ayahuasca are you know, like everything's great, everything's, you know, and the truth is everything is great. Um, but I think for those, um, you know, with, with complex PTS, PTSD, I think the realization is the work definitely isn't over after an ayahuasca ceremony. Um, but it definitely makes it a lot easier to clear certain things. Um, it, it just takes more work. So, um, so talk therapy and therapy it's great um, for those who can and you know um, have a a person to go to of course you know if you listen to my other podcast someone's safe all these things um, it could be worth it Um, there's a lot of different places that people can go I think Rhythmia is um, from what people say it's really well priced and um, they're legal, they're, they're medically supervised, and they have integrative therapy there. Um, it's the closest place that's considered legal um, in, outside of the U.S. Um, there's other places, of course, just depending where you're at in Mexico. Um, but then there's a huge underground scene within the U.S. that's technically not legal. Um, and that's if you're not counting like the 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 religious uh, protection act and all these things so um something to really think about and consider uh in terms of healing because i mean it's really hard to heal if if you know through just talking um and we're talking about like deep emotional childhood traumatic pain it has to move outside of the body it can't just sit there and remain between two people and talk about it it has to be purged somehow i mean verbal ventilation is great um but there has to be more there because trauma it wasn't just you talking it was you know um being hit being abused being violated being um abandoned like these things uh, there's so much more emotion behind that so allowing yourself to feel those feelings and oftentimes, a lot of people are, are minimizing and denying what they've been through. So they, I mean, not until they go into an ayahuasca ceremony, do they know that they have these issues. So it's quite interesting, but always keeping in mind, you know, you have to be ready. Um, you know, uh, you can't be on any medications. You have to be mentally and emotionally prepared. It's not something you just want to hop into. So, 
Um, those are kind of my two cents on, on kind of, you know, I don't know. I've just been really thinking about, you know, I think it's our responsibility as humans to not just succumb to the options that are out there from doctors and look to them for the answers. I think it's also up to us as individuals um, because doctors are trained one way in a certain way and that's not their fault, right? That's just, you know, that's just how the water, the Western medical world goes. Um, and so if we are going to pave a path for alternative medicine, we need to be smart about it. We need to research it and we need to own our right to seek that out. Um, I think a lot of people just kind of go with whatever's offered to them. And if you don't seek out different ways, how would you ever know? You know, um, sometimes people come to ayahuasca because it's life or death. And sometimes, they, you know, people just have no idea. So I think in another, just another thing, it's like, kind of depends on how desperate you are to heal and really level up in your life. Um, but I don't know. I'm not too sure. So anyway, I hope you guys have a good day. That's it for now. Um, I will, guys, I will see you guys back here tomorrow and yeah.